so full. I'm sexy. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. And folks, we have got a great episode for you today. We've heard your feedback. Yes. We've heard your complaints. Mm. We've heard your love. We've heard it all. And because of that, we had to do a little bit of self-reflection for you, the fans. This week's episode, we promise that not a single male individual will be seen. Wow. That's, I mean, that's pretty tough for us to do. I mean, I love being seen. Yeah. We, uh... I almost said no male member would be seen. <laughs> but, uh, but then I looked directly at Bill and decided to change my words. Because <laughs> my male member can be seen? From space. Oh. Yep, you I said it. Uh, uh, this, I hate to point this out. Yeah. This, this, is, this a... is for the ratings, man. We're gonna the ratings are gonna go up because they won't see us. How okay, many right, emails right. Did you get? Um, I think you have about twelve. A... I think you didn't think this through. Yeah, they won't see us, so like we'll only show women because there are approximately ninety percent minus the women, maybe plus, maybe about fifty percent of the population who'd rather see women. Right. Wow, but, you cannot math good right Well, I'm now. saying, you know, like half men, half women, but there's lesbians, but there's all the gay guys, so the lesbians can't What about the guys. transitions? What about the, 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 the female, transitions? What about the female to male? Are you counting them? Uh, they could be gay. Yeah, they can be. Or, not, or can, I, that's confusing. It is. I, I'll, oh my god, I'm uh, actually seeing smoke coming out of Bill's ears. Bill, I'll have an answer for you. I'm going to a workshop on Monday yeah, about this. I'll, you, I'll have an answer for you. Were they gay and then they're straight? It all Are they depends. straight and they Gender and sexuality, or... it's, it's fluid. Ow. So, welcome again. I am so intense, Andrew. And with me is the Rice Man, Bill. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's I love rice. <laughs> he, he does. He <laughs> does love his rice. And with 27% more highlights and shadows... It's Josh. Look at me! I'm so shiny! I what? Oh, wait. That's right. No men can be seen. Yeah, you, I'm yeah. sorry. Only we can see the, the... Did you put glitter on your face? No. Do we have to talk to your girlfriend? Were you at a strip club? No. Were you watching Twilight again? No, I... Okay, fine. I just I just came from my Fomel Alchemist support group, and, well, it was dress up like Armstrong Day, so we all had to put glitter on our faces. Bill, Bill is giving you that look. That look he gives every episode when we make references to anime. Alexander Louis Armstrong. I get it. I got nothing. Bill doesn't get yeah. it. This week. <laughs> oh, man. This week Ooh. we have Excel Saga Episode 8, Increase Ratings Week. Right. And uh, this is our eighth episode. Holy shit. Eighth episode. So uh, what What about some uh, some banter? What do we got this oh, week? Oh, come on, guys. I think I think there's only one thing that we need to talk about. What is that? Well, you saw the article I posted on my Facebook. Now, I didn't put it on Tuning Japanese, but I think this is pretty well in keeping with 
geeking out, and well, let's just play it out here. All three of us are huge fans of a very specific sci-fi series that came out while we were in high school and college. Ah, yes, I know where you're going with yes, this now. Yes, yes. So, I don't. Oh, then you'd be surprised. Recently, there was an announcement made that Farscape is actually going to get its own movie. Ah! A good oh, one? Nice. Theatrical one? I'm not sure if it's theatrical or if it's going to be made for TV, but it is being done by the series creator. Oh, nice. Yes. So, uh, reading the article that I found, it looks like it's going to take place actually after some of the events in the comics that took place after Peacekeeper Nice! So, it follows the adventures of John and Aaron's son, Dargo. Okay. And him, I guess, what they're hinting at, or pointed out that Dargo was actually sent back to Earth because he was manifesting odd powers and being kind of the uh, beacon to all sorts of baddies. Nice. So he sent him to Earth to hide out. Now he's grown up and he's going back into space. But it's like, yes! Does he wear red and blue and fly around to save people? I do not know. What? An alien with strange powers sent to Earth. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Nice. uh, No, that's another movie that I saw. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into that can of worms. So, I, I'm pretty excited about that news. Right. I am a huge fan of Farscape as well, and I remember when I finished watching the fourth season and realized that was it before the movie, I'm, I kind of freaked out a little. Right. I'm like, they can't leave it like this. And then they gave us a movie, and the movie was not great, in my opinion. I did not care for the movie. Um, Miniseries, actually. Well, it was a movie. It was released yeah, as it was a, a movie. A movie that was broke down, broken yeah. Broken down. But yeah, it was, I mean, it was a lengthy movie, miniseries. So it, was, it kind of felt like more of a miniseries, but I was not happy with it. I was not at all. It wasn't, like, the greatest ending ever. At least we got, as fans of Farscape, we did get an ending. We did get a sense of closure. I mean, yeah, it sucked that Dargo... Dargo, Dargo, Ka Dargo dies right. in it. Spoilers for anyone who's never seen it. Big D. And actually, that's one of the things that, uh, I guess John calls him, li- calls Dargo, his son Dargo, Lil D. Yeah, fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah. But it is kind of sad that character died and that the resolution was kind of, meh, you know, the peacekeepers and the Scarens have peace agreements and all that and John and Aaron fly off on Moya. It was kind of like okay. At least they gave us an ending unlike how the series ended. Right. I agree with you on that. I'm excited. Is there any news on when we could potentially see that? It's right now being scripted. Okay. So they are very, very early stages. Nice. What do you think, Bill? You also like Farscape. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Farscape. Coming back to something like this sometimes falls short of what they want. Right. Just like the Peacekeeper Wars. Kind of fell short of what you wanted as an ending. Mm -hmm. It was an ending, but I'm cautiously hopeful. I will almost certainly see it. Mm -hmm. I've tried to get my wife to watch Farscape with me. Because I could could do another go-through. Probably have better luck with with, with your daughter, I bet. Probably. Yeah, I mean, sometimes when you come back to something like this, it doesn't pan out. That's true. As I said, it's only right now being scripted, so there could be a lot that they're going to do. I'm with you. Cautiously hope it's awesome to hear that they're going to do this. Right. I'm also a little nervous that this all takes place after the comics, so you'd have to have read the comics to kind of maybe know what's going on, which I haven't. Right. You know, maybe this is all meant for a a hardcore fan than I am. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like Farscape, don't get me wrong, but there's plenty of things I like quite a bit that I don't bother keeping up with the comic after the fact. 
True. True. Yeah. Fair enough. What about you guys? Anything else for for you guys? Anything I have something. About? I have something. So we know that Disney and Studio Ghibli are kind of a an weird item. company. They're an item. They're a thing, mm-hmm. right? They're not exclusive. I mean, Pixar is on the side. Yes. And uh, I I came across an article that I found really interesting that I'm going to post on our media, our social media. And being that Disney is the thing that owns everything and has, you know, particular rides and attractions at their theme parks based on things not necessarily classic Disney, there actually was some initial talk of potentially doing, and this isn't 100% a go, but there was some talk of potentially making a ride for Totoro. Ooh, a, a Totoro-themed attraction. Huh? Yes. Uh, John Ramirez, who is an artist at Disney, who did some work on The Lion King and Aladdin, actually did a mock-up of what the ride and attraction might look like. Ooh. And I will post the picture. It's kind of neat. It has a lot of different elements, uh, oh, wow. obviously including the cat bus and some different moments from the movies. But it'll be an interactive ride. Um, nice. And I, attraction. Attraction. R- ride, attraction, whatever. For, former Disney employee. May I... Do they do they put a microchip in you? Are you gonna? Are they going to blow you up if you talk bad about them? Don't talk about them. anime? Talk about anime? No, don't. don't just stop now. All right. All right. What? What? What is... What's that green light on your forehead? Stop it. Okay. Uh, so... <laughs> My lord and master! <laughs> so... I did so, not speak ill of you! <laughs> <laughs> So we don't uh, we don't know when or if this will ever be made in a traction, but we do know that it is a distinct possibility. And John Ramirez, being one of the really kind of premier artists for Disney and the attractions, is really into this idea. So hopefully right. he can push it through, and we could see that. And I got to ask you, what other Studio Ghibli themed rides would you want to see? Howl's Moving Castle. There you go. Oh, that would be kind of like a kind of like a Harry Potter. You know, like the Harry Potter has that whole world. You could have like the whole castle you could walk through. Sort of I would. Thing. I would think. And then walk around the park. That would be like terrifying. Take, take you for guard dogs. <laughs> terrifying. How about a Spirited Away themed roller coaster? That would be neat. Yeah, you'd be or, riding the the dragon dude. Yeah, or a, a Kiki's Delivery Service one because she's on the right. Yeah, right, she's on the broomstick the entire time. That could make for an interesting one as well. Studio Ghibli and Disney, that's a marriage for creating a lot of cool things. I like agree. The theme parks. I mean, hell, you could probably bring something out for like Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind, or even a Princess Mononoke. Princess. Oh. oh! Can you imagine, like, the little, little, little... The Kodama? Yeah, the little Kodama! Oh, my God! All over, like, oh, my God. An attraction? That would be fantastic. The liability on riding wolves around the park would be awful. Uh, True, true. Maybe they'll have an archery range. Be cool. So now we can shoot someone's head off? Uh, Oh, wait, it's Disney. uh, Maybe... Yeah, probably not. So... Yeah, that was what I found. I thought that was kind of neat, and I hope that that becomes reality. Not that I'll ever go to Disney. Maybe that'll be a reason for you to go out there. I mean, they're starting to do uh, Marvel theme. They're That's looking to do too. Marvel That's theme stuff. Too. That would be pretty neat. I mean, granted, you're not a Star Wars person, but they're doing more Star Wars theme stuff since uh, Episode Seven came out. So I'll probably end up. My wife wants to go at some point and take our daughter. Mm-hmm. So I I'll, mean, just, I'll, I'll still wait with you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We could make it a. Well, yeah, we'll just. Yeah, sounds good. I probably have more fun at Disney with you, right? Than making fun of whatever uh, we see. Someone, someone needs to make sure you don't get right. Arrested. Also, that's probably true. That's, My yeah. wife cannot handle me in those situations. Yeah, I imagine. Right. So, Bill, you have anything to add as far as newsworthy? I really don't. That's okay. I haven't seen anything. I haven't really gone looking. 
what he's saying, fans, is he doesn't give a shit about you. I had to, basically, <laughs> I don't give a shit about this anime, and I had to watch it like nine times. Oh, yeah, it's Bill's week, by oh, the way. It's and Bill's knowing, week, and, and, and we know how much, episode. and we know how much Bill loves his job and reviewing episodes and uh especially the ones like this one yeah uh increase ratings week is an interesting one at first and i don't even remember if i'd mentioned this last week i had said that i really like this episode but then rewatch it a couple times i'm gonna take my enthusiasm for this episode down at least one or two notches well, let's say that for the actual but yeah recap but, part but we'll, of... we'll, we'll get there yeah, there there's we'll some, there some good parts right so bill without further ado yes take us away my first thought yes. was, oh, shit. And we get the fake C, cutesy little kid voice. <laughs> it sounds like it belongs from friggin' Barney. <laughs> There's a spotlight on a pink letter. The Sesame Street voice tells Excel that the show only seems to show disgusting men, and she doesn't want to watch anymore, and something needs to be done about it. In the form of a letter. It's so, so it's weird. so, so weird. This is signed by Mysterious Pretty Young Girl. Now, is Mysterious Pretty Young Girl a pseudonym for somebody creepy who wants to just see more chicks? Oh, brilliant. Yeah. You're probably right. Yes. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, I I have to agree. I mean, that's uh, that's pretty uh, suspicious there. Josh, are you the Mysterious Young Girl? He really didn't want that to be his nickname for his episode, so... No. He didn't. I think no. he's hiding something, folks. Not in 1999. Granted, my voice was higher then, but In 1999? No. No. Yeah, I could see you being more pervy back then. Oh, dear That was God. high school. Yeah. Hormones! <laughs> Excel snatches up the letter in one of her tiger paw gloves she's wearing. Love it! I fucking love it! <laughs> the other hand, she's holding a microphone. Mm-hmm. Like again, you do. in one of those gloves. At least it's not vibrating. She rounds it out. With tiger ears and a tiger tail. What the fuck? It's cute. Are we doing a cutesy we're doing, fucking we're doing, furry thing now? Well, maybe not. Well, they're trying to attract more women. I don't want to do this it's, anymore. No, no, Bill, Bill, no! No, no, Bill, no, Bill, 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 it's okay. Bill, Bill. You Bill. got this. Here, here. <laughs> There's your bourbon. We brought extra. Okay. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, yeah. Prepare yourself. I know it's a rough ride, buddy. Okay. okay. It's your cutesy juice. It's my cutesy juice. <laughs> yes. She asks a silent Koshi Rikdo, so we see him in the episode. Well, to be fair, he is the director, and he had just he no. gave his he he had to give his permission first. Not the director, the creator. Sorry, the creator. And as soon as he gives his permission, he's gone. Then, then she shoves him out of the way. So she had to get the okay first. Okay, right. which he doesn't talk though. All the other male characters at least get to talk. That's true. He doesn't talk. He just gives a thumbs up. Yes. Like yep. like this. Bill, Bill. Yes. This episode, they we, we're not showing any of us. No yeah. men. Oh yeah, they, yeah. They I can't see you, the visual joke. I I forget. Yeah, it's okay. At least you can see it. If you've been, Do we doing... have to turn the lights off. Well, no. I mean, no. I don't know, but I. No. It's if you've done podcasting as long as I have, you know these things. Like you know, when we're doing an episode like this, they can't see you. So I started make this hand gesture. Oh my god! <laughs> Dear god, man, if we were actually being seen right now, you'd be arrested. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm glad no one here knows sign language. That's, that's, that's crude. I that's how that. riots start, man! <laughs> how did you get 11 fingers? <laughs> Excel tells us that only pretty girls and cute animals will be shown, and that highlights and shadows will be increased by 27%. <laughs> so shiny! Super shiny. At this point, Hyatt, who is also in cat ears, but a little more subdued ones, 
asks if that means Lord Il Palazzo won't be appearing either. Excel thinks about this for a second, declares, why the hell not, turns on her jetpack rockets and flies away. <laughs> well, okay, she's, she's already gone out of character quite a bit here by not caring that Il Palazzo won't be around. So you gotta go all completely apeshit. Yeah. I mean, she's gonna make an exit. Give her a fucking jetpack. Damn right. Why the fuck not? Why not? That'll bring in the viewers. That'll bring the ratings up. So anyway, we get about a quarter of Kababu's face. <laughs> fuck you guys, Whoa. I'm actually learning these characters' names. Nice! <laughs> I, love, I love this bit. This He's bit learning. is great. This, this whole thing with Kababu is amazing. While his secretary does some exposition telling him that all four of the employees have taken a three-day vacation together. She's moving around, blocking his face the whole time, which I assume is the bit you're talking that about. That is the bit. Yes. I love that bit. That's so great. Like, she just happens to be in the way. Every it's time like, Kababu wants to get closer into the frame, she, oh, blocks him. It's like, have you seen, him. have you ever seen the animated uh, version of Beowulf? The CG oh. one? The CG one. You're yeah, I saw that. I saw oh, that. Okay. So, like, it's that, it's that scene where he gets naked to fight Grendel, oh, and, the, and, the, and, and, and the camera conveniently... conveniently covers his dick. It's it's, it's kind of like that, but minus uh, the dick. I mean, technically minus the dick, because there's no guys. Right. So, there you right. go. There you go. So, basically, what I'm saying is that Excel is on the same level, as a movie li- li- no, no, literarily, as, as the classic Beowulf. Dude, that is one hell of a stretch. Uh, I'm going with it. I'm going to write that. The- that's my next thesis are the literary connections between Excel Saga and Beowulf, and that's that's point number one. I thought for sure you were going to say Excel Saga was on par with Neil Gaiman since he wrote that version of Beowulf, and I'd have to hit you. I, I, I'm going with the classic, Bill, you know. Bill, I hold anonymous. him down, you rip off his arm, and beat him to death with it. Do I have to get naked first? No. <laughs> Back to Excel! Woot! She's laying on a sleeping bag, rambling about global warming and scratching her dumper. <laughs> oh I told you when I tell you about the word dumper! <laughs> She's also telling herself that she's on vacation since a cross is on hiatus. I guess to avoid showing Lord El Palazzo? Yeah, that the I, yeah, yeah that, that? that's the idea. That's a thinly veiled reason. I also don't know why her calendar that has the hiatus on it has a bunch of bikini women on it. Uh, obviously that she... Um, Maybe that's all she could afford? Um, she's broke. I would think bikini women calendars would be more expensive. Maybe she stole it from Watanabe. Maybe she okay, found it in enough. a dumpster. Maybe she found it in Watanabe's dumpster. Maybe she found it in her dumper. <laughs> to be fair, if you look closely at the calendar, it says uh, 1990, and then, like, there's an X. So it could be any year. So, like, it could have been, could have been last year's calendar that she was like, ooh, I need a 1990 calendar! 1990 X is last year. 1990 X would be 2015. No. All right. 1990. When authors and things put an X or a line, it's part of a year. They do it because they don't want to reveal the entire year or date the work that it is. That's usually why they want to put present day in a subtitle. No, but they still want to give a general idea for when it is. She's also hungry <laughs> and out of food, like normal. Mm-hmm. So she's ready to make Minchie Munchie. Oh, Minchie Munchie. But apparently she's too tired. Even the idea of gnawing on Munchie Munchie. <laughs> <laughs> Even the idea of gnawing on Menchie is too much work for her. She looks over to Hyatt. And notices her and a sparkly pink-haired little girl. Oh my god, please tell me it's not Chibiusa. No, it's not Chibiusa. Oh, thank god. I prefer Chibiusa. Oh my god. Really? You did not. I still remember her. there. I still remember her as Rini. Oh, Rini? No, this is Cassette. Cassette Sarah. Voiced by Mandy Clark. Okay. Well, maybe Mandy Clark can explain <laughs> why... Excel goes into the whole. Well, that's an unfortunate name. Was there a pun? Uh, is there a pun there that we? Is there a Japanese pun there? Yeah, I didn't how about get that. expert Josh? 
Yeah, our, our, our anime expert, tell us about this uh, little bit of Japanese wordplay. Well, you know, the Japanese despise Americans. So that's why they butcher them all the time. Okay. So that's why having a first name of Sarah and a last name as Cosette that sound obviously English, well, yes, yeah, so it's an unfortunate name. You're making shit up. Shut up. It's not bad. Like, no, I if mean, we don't, If you don't point it out, like, he almost sounds smart. It's yeah, like, that, it, that was a close one. It's like what my boss always says. Fake it until you make it. Hell, that's what my girlfriend says all the time, too. My boss says, hey, you want to go get drunk? I have to reevaluate my relationship now. Oh. So Hyatt talked to this girl and apparently convinced her to bring them a charity lunch. Yeah! Hey, lunch! But then they ate it all while Excel was whining about being tired and hungry. Aww. And hot. Poor Excel. How'd she miss lunch? I mean... They said they were calling her and she was lost in thought. But I would think that they'd have a refrigerator. You'd think so. Yeah. This kind of makes Hyatt the shitty person in this situation. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Well, well, to be fair, she could have been just very kind and didn't want to wake Excel or, like, bother her because she was so tired. Dude, yeah. she was in the corner monologuing while they ate. About so, being hungry. To be fair, about I... About being hungry, to, yes. To be fair, I imagine Excel monologues about 75% of her existence. Yeah, but they still could have put a sandwich in the fridge. It's true. Well, they don't worry. They give her a sandwich. After she's comforted by a poochu. Yeah, which is weird. That same Poochu that then turns around with, like, diamond death eyes. Excel decides to eat Michi again, and the Poochu eggs her on, looking evil and waving around utensils. Yes. <laughs> but Minchie's saved again when Cassettes waves the sandwich in front of Excel's face. Mm-hmm. Yay, sandwich. Which we find out was three weeks old. And she throws it up. up. Josh's favorite line of the episode. Too bad. I'm keeping it. <laughs> but she puts her hands in front of her mouth to keep herself from getting rid of all of the sandwich she was that, throwing up. That might have been my favorite line, too. I, nice. I really that was gross, that but it was funny. Too uh, bad. I'm keeping it. Then we get a knock on the door. I love this bit. It's a traveling salesman for a beauty newspaper. Yes. Who talks faster than Excel. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. Is that even physically possible? Well, we heard it. Oh, damn. The universe didn't collapse in on itself? The newspaper is for beauties and by beauties. Hyatt is pretty. She can have it. (laughs) (laughs) What a sucker. They claim to have six million, but they only have 7,000 real sales. She says this is because they are honest. (laughs) That's so wrong. There's so much wrong with that. And that's why the neighbors bought the subscription. They did. We find out that Watanabe bought it, and uh, Sumiyoshi and Iwata make fun of him mercilessly for it. So, actually, one of the other lines would go back for the hyperspeed uh, sales pitch that you and I laughed at was... Yes. Swallow it, idiot. Yes. Are you buying it? Swallow it, idiot. (laughs) That's what she said. Ooh. And if Hyatt buys it, she gets two free pool tickets. Yeah! More yelling until Hyatt takes it, and that sets off a Faustian bargain. (laughs) <laughs> one month contract. <laughs> Damn it. It's like how it is now today. You, you go to click on an ad and you've accidentally signed up for a porno magazine for three months. That's never happened to me, Josh. Don't click on ads. I thought it was an article. Mm, what a naked you, article? Well, what articles are you getting that you're getting free porno mags? A naked article. Look, there are some people that are on my Facebook who post the most disturbing things and I'm weird enough to go, what the fuck? Just just trust me. Be glad you don't, don't know those people. So Hyatt vomits tomato juice in the saleswoman's face and shuts the door. Excuse me for my accident and shuts the door. It's amazing. Now, now did she say she threw up on me or she spit tomato no, juice on me? She threw, threw up on me. Yeah. She screams. 
We cut back to Cosette, who is taking orders on a cell phone, all mysterious-like. Mm-hmm. Very ominously, too. And Excel is stupid dancing. <laughs> for some reason. There's uh, something in this scene, too, that confuses me. There's at one point Menchie is on a box, and he's looking out the window. And I just gotta know, why is there a Poochu printed on the box? What possible product could they have had that they have a Poochu printed on the box? Maybe it was stuff that they grabbed off the Poochu ship when it crashed. Oh, maybe. No, I my took it as that was a towel with a poochu on it laying on the box. Oh, so maybe see, that it makes was. total sense. Oh, okay. Oh, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Speaking of what, what Menchie saw, Bill. We cut to a still image of a girl talking and laughing with a still image of her puppy. One of the things I actually enjoy, because it's Menchie obviously wishing that he was that puppy, but you're hearing the girl in the background, quit pulling, quit pulling, quit pulling! <laughs> like, like she's getting actually slowly more pissed off with the dog being rambunctious. It's so it's I so did adorable. miss that part. Yeah. Minchie misses that by turning around to see Hyatt is laying on the ground convulsing, and Excel is still stupid dancing. <laughs> <laughs> the only part of that I caught was Limbo, da- Limbo Dansu. Limbo Dansu. Nice. She wasn't limboing, though, so I don't know. We see a newspaper being read by Sumiyoshi. Fuck. I am learning these people's names. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty one, Four Beauties. He's confused why Botanabi subscribed. We see some collectibles on the shelf. You want to explain some of those? Well, they look like little statuette of uh, female characters, probably from an anime. Uh, that's actually... No shit. It's actually a big culture in anime, you know, with anime fans or oh, Japanese otaku. No shit. What are they referencing? I have no idea. Honestly, I've never seen those characters before. Worst expert ever. <laughs> Shut up. They don't know that. They do now. I think they know. If they didn't pick it up in the first few episodes. Will you quit blowing my cover? Sorry, sorry. The ignorant masses won't know a thing. Ha! You got to call them ignorant masses. I win. Ha! Oh, shit. Anyway, Iwata subscribed too, so they have four tickets. Ooh. They can all go together. Yay! So does that mean we're going to see Sumiyoshi in a swimsuit? No. No, because we're not seeing any guys this episode. Oh, thank God. You guys haven't said anything, and it's been kind of awkward. We've been sitting here about an hour. None of you have said anything about my swimsuit. What do you guys think? It's a little tight. Well, yeah. It's I mean, a that's... bit unconventional, Andrew. Well, also, you should probably not like the Prince logo on a purple Speedo right now. Oh. It's That's a little tasteless. It's yeah. Is that a tribute? It's a tribute. You want you see you see that outline? That's my guitar. Uh, uh that's not the outline that everyone's gonna notice. It's it's uh this is what it's like, Josh. Does your husband when know the dub you, when the doves cry? Does your husband know that you came here dressed like that? Yeah, he bought it for me. Well, I, I get that he bought it for yeah. you. Yeah. But... Does he know it left the house? Uh, I think so. Maybe. I don't know. The cop liked it that pulled me over. Was he hanging out with a, like a construction worker? In an Indian yeah, he was in an Indian. <laughs> right. Yeah, it was a, kind of offensive the Indian part, but anyway. Uh, yeah, dude, Native American. Come on, dude. Sh- yeah, show yeah. some respect. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Did they want you? I to think go he, to was Cher- he was Cherokee. Hey, so what else about this review you got? Oh, my butt keeps sticking to your chair. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! Stop picking at it. It's your chair now. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I got a chair. That's when Masaki. That's her name, right? Matsuya. Misaki. Yeah, Matsuya. Misaki. Misaki's her first name. Matsuya's her last name. Shows up to get going. We cut to Beauty Theater Part 1. Yay! The Rice Man Cometh. Ah, (laughs) Oh, he does. 
What the actual fuck? <laughs> I love these segments. They're so great. No, seriously. What the actual fuck? No, it's great. It's okay, fantastic. Okay, so it's obviously a blatant cheesecake moment to boost ratings and get more female viewers. Have you have you ever seen a porn? The rice man coming to deliver things? That is like one of the most common tropes in porn. Come on. Is his jizz the rice? Because <laughs> that sounds like it would hurt. The rice man was there. The lady was in the shower. Her towel falls off. Then there's porn, apparently. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where... Yeah, that, that okay. it yeah, you know, he, he, he had the anime trope of having the bloody nose because he got turned on. Mm-hmm. We have a super deformed Nabashine has a sign that says the end. Puts up a one finger and gets hit in a dome by a baseball? Close enough. We'll go with it. We'll go with baseball. Jack At the baseball, pool, baseball. lots of bikini girls and cute kids. There's an elf and a horny girl? Well, actually, the horny girl is actually a reference to the character Lum Invader from the old manga and anime series Urusai Yatsura. Way to get one. <laughs> hey, hey, I know... He, he was I, due one. We're episode eight, man. He right. was due one. Hey, I know my <laughs> Lum Invader when I see her. Anyway, there's a bunch of other inappropriately dressed women, and I don't mean scandally inappropriate. I mean they're wearing nurses' uniforms and military uniforms, and once again, more they don't understand how pools work. Yeah, a stewardess. <laughs> yeah, so no, 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 flight attendant, stewardess. We went over. No, no, no. It's we... a stew. Say stewardess, bitch. I made a reference to an you, anime. Yeah, and did. he didn't get it. Good job, man. Good job. I love it. Flight attendant. So Cassette bought them hamburgers. And paid for her own admission. Why does she have so much damn money? We'll find out. We really don't. We can, yeah, yeah, we, we do. Okay, why she why she blow it on a couple of neighbors? Because she she needs a needs a cover. Yeah, and guess I what? Guess guess what? A hyperactive bimbo and her uh, anemic and near death or roommate are great cover. She probably thought they were lesbians. Fair enough. Progressive. Yeah. Hyatt remarks about Excel's unusual bathing suit, which she apparently found at a part-time job, and they told her she could keep it if she could clean it. Ew, and then we get at the grossest, the grossest line, I think, in this whole episode, or maybe that I've heard in the entire anime, where she goes and says, yeah, I got a bunch of lingerie that way, too. That's disgusting. That is pretty gross. That is pretty disturbing. So Hyatt wants to get back to work. Excel claims this is research on the ignorant masses. Of course. All the female ones, apparently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, males are there. We just don't. We just don't see them. <laughs> Cassette returns, and Excel seems to think she's the lowest point of the masses. The neighbors argue. Iwata tries to flirt with Masaki, and his friends use boxing metaphors for a while. Well, well we do have a sports episode coming well, up next, and they're throwing. Well, he's throwing jabs at her to get her attention, and it's not working. So she takes him out with a literal she, haymaker. Mm-hmm. She literally hits him. Yeah. Um, after he says. One of the strangest pickup lines I've ever heard. Yeah. Can't you hear Don calling us at a nearby hotel? Wow! That's... I was kind of fading in and out. Because I'm kind of bored with this episode. And I didn't catch that. Now I get it and I'm like, holy fuck. That's pretty... That's actually pretty random, but pretty good. Yeah. Hyatt beats Excel at a contest of holding their breath because she's dead. <laughs> I love the line was, you win! You sure can't hold your breath, Hachan, but you have to find another way to swim. You've been floating like that for over 37 minutes. minutes. It was just, it's good. It was good. It was a good bit. And then Cassette has the thousand yards stare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Part two of Beauty Theater. It's time for Beauty Theater! This one was Intense Speed. Businesswoman, 
Her skirt blows up due to a passing car. Classic. That's it. Cheesecake, motherfuckers! I just love the, the when the car passes and you hear her so <laughs> intense. Because before she's doing the whole very business-like talk and then it just goes to more dirty. Yeah, you know, like, of course. Oh. Chibi Nabashin holds up two fingers and is shot in the face. <laughs> it's okay. Great will. Yep. Fuck it, fairy. Great will take care of that. Also, he's the director, so he's got power. Oh, yeah. Excella's orders all the food on Ever. cassette while cassette's back on the phone taking orders. Getting more information about an individual. Watanabe comes over to talk to Hyatt. Uh, Mrs. Ayasugi, I think he calls her. Yeah, Mrs. Ayasugi. And she gives him the rest of her tomato mask juice. Was that a tuxedo mask joke? I I'm, think yeah. it was. Yep, let's let's give it a tuxedo mask Because it said tomato, tomato mask, mask on it. And yeah, it, and it had like a cape and he was holding a little stick of yes, something. Yes, I and, think so. Yeah. And uh, I, my question is, why did Hyatt forget Watanabe, basically? Like, it seems she like... She didn't have her glasses on. She didn't, but she then, didn't but then she... In. But then when she puts her glasses back on, she's like, oh... You're that neighbor. Like, you've been on a date with this guy. This guy saved you a couple times. Well, you... she's kind of ditzy. Yeah. And she probably doesn't give a crap. Also, maybe every time she randomly resurrects after she randomly dies, she loses part of her memory? Short-term memory loss? Maybe. But but they have to be in love. It's not that much memory loss, because she did eventually figure him out. True. True. Anyway... She offers him the rest of her juice, which is actually overflowing out of the can with vomit, blood. I think so. Yeah, something. that's a probably good assumption there. Um, she excuses herself by saying, I have to go to the toilet now. <laughs> Great line. Very sexy. This is when Iwata gets punched by Masaki again, because he wants to wrestle. We cut back to Excel, who's all bloated from overeating, and she asks if she looks like a beauty in agony. <laughs> They're just randomly stringing words together now, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Probably a little uh, yeah, bit. Yeah, basically. There's a bit of a thinness to the plot here. Beauty Theater 3. Yes! yes! Same room. Two people have been assigned the same sleeping room. He strips her. Chibi Namashina's is dynamited. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Cassette has a woman in her sights and goes after her with a buzzsaw inner tube until that woman daughter comes up to her. Question is, how is she being so covert? With a apparent buzzsaw inner tube that's going at high speed with dozens of people in the pool with her. She's not. She just... But they don't notice her. Yes, but she's not being covert about it. Is she being the worst assassin ever or the best assassin ever? Well, clearly the worst. Here's a better question. Why is she an assassin? <laughs> she's the worst because when that woman's daughter comes up to her, she has a friggin' flashback. Montage. Montage and gives up. You see that her mom died. She was apparently sold into slavery, dressed as a 1930s street tough. (laughs) I love that look. And then gets trained as a kung fu assassin and kills women. And my question that I posed while we were watching this again is, how did she go about all that training and then still be the exact same age, basically? Bill, I think you had a good explanation for that. Oh, I'll have it one day. (laughs) So she, her mom dies at like right. six a.m. in the morning. Yeah. So she's she's taken to an orphanage immediately, put to work by a mean old woman. Yeah, that well, that's probably about noon. Okay, it's about noon. So yeah. she can't nanny ha- from Mother Baby. Okay, na- nanny go. nanny is nanny's really overbearing, and then she can't handle it, so she runs away after being there for an hour. Yeah, and yeah, so, then so let's make it goes and joins a street gang. Right. Comes three to o'clock. Trains as an assassin, kills a woman. That's about seven fifteen to eight o'clock. Next day, she's at Excel's house. Yep. yep. 
It's a fair call. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll we go, go with it. We go back to Excel, who's laying there even more bloated and groaning that she ate too much. Oh, yeah. This is where she says. This is my favorite line from the episode. She goes, What a surprise! Favorite I, line! Hey, hey, I haven't... You I, have a catchphrase. I do. I haven't said this pretty much all episode, though, but... Oh, so full. I'm sexy. <laughs> it's just so great! It's so amazing. Great. And... So, Cassette cries about her dead mom for a while. Oh, Hyatt dies on top of her. It's a touching moment where she's crying into her and... She, she's having that moment that of moment catharsis. Of, uh, Yesterday was really rough on her and finally she... Yesterday was got, really rough on her. <laughs> so, so she finally... The shock broke and she's having that cathartic release. But, but the moment is hilarious because instead of comforting her, Hyatt is dead on top of her and she doesn't even realize it. Right. It's such a release that apparently she gets transported to another dimension. Yeah. Or she passes out, has a vision. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Hell of a trip. I don't think they ever really explain what's happening. but But she sees. She's in a white room like in the Matrix. Her mom's ghost is standing there and waving at her. And so she starts to go over to her. Pedro the Psychopomp comes in and stops her. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Bill Bill for good words. Nice. He tells her that basically it sums up to, hey, dummy, your mom's waving hi to you, not waving you over. Don't go there. You'll lose your soul. Which, wouldn't the soul be her? So she wouldn't lose her soul so much as lose her body? I don't know. Don't talk to me about religion. So you're know. actually questioning the mechanics of an anime that you went fuck it to numerous times watching. I'm just pointing out it's bad cosmology. The entire- cosmology is this thing. Yeah. Cosette shouts out to her mom and tells her everything's okay, basically. Mm-hmm. That it's hard without her, but... Yeah. She'll make, she'll make it. it. That typical trope. Yeah, yeah, she's a killer for hire. She'll she'll make it work. She vanishes, and then Pedro starts crying and tells her <laughs> at least she was loved and no one loves him. <laughs> make like, it all yeah. about yourself, Pedro. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But, Wait. Also, like, he has a son. Just because his wife betrayed him doesn't mean his son doesn't love him. That's right. true. I have a... Are we going to not address the elephant in the room? At this point, oh, I I thought that was just something Amanda bought. Like no, the, no, no, the, not not the not, Easter elephant. No, yeah, not that plushy. I mean, the, the Earth Day elephant. <laughs> okay, not, not the literal elephant in this in this room, but the metaphorical elephant in the room being the episode. And how the fuck is Pedro full screen, full shot? Um, because he's dead. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. And again, with the just write it off. Don't worry about it. Oh, don't worry. It'll get addressed in a moment. The fucking fairy shows up. Yay, fuck it, fairy. She cries at Cassette's story. It's been a while since we've seen the fuck it, fairy. I That's like. true. And she promises that she'll take care of it. A big building! Oh! Kabapu notes it's unusually hot. I think they mentioned that this was winter earlier, but I don't remember. I thought they said summer. All three idiot neighbors apparently got sunstroke. As well as uh, nausea and cramps for Watanabe. Presumably from drinking after yeah. Hyatt. Yeah, probably. You know what? Watanabe? His indirect kiss. Yeah, His indirect kiss. I wouldn't even quote that. That was didn't. awesome. Yeah, don't, don't go chasing indirect kisses anymore. Hey, Watanabe. hey, hey, you know what? Also, don't go chasing waterfalls. Just stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. Ow! No, no, once it work enough. Ow! I don't want no scrubs. A scrub uh, is a guy who Josh, can't get no love You're from doing me. it wrong. You gotta do it like this. Oh, fuck me! The slap of 2,000 pips? Jesus Christ! He's been working on it. It's over 1,000! <laughs> they theorized that perhaps a conspiracy of evil is behind this. Also, they said something about some of the less affected victims saw a woman waving. 
So apparently they saw the ghost. Whoa. Creepy. I don't know. Excel's laying around, babbling and ass-scratching again. <laughs> she mentions that after she got out what she needed to get out... <laughs> Call back! Now we know why the sewers were so big. Yeah. <laughs> and she's hot and hungry, and Hyatt is dried up. <laughs> Hachan is dried up in such a condition that I don't even want to talk about it, is the quote. It's... Wow. But we see Cassette run by, stop looking over the window, and then is joined by her mother. Aww. Oh, the great w- ending! The great, the great Will! It would be a happy ending, except then Excel grabs the back of Minchie's head, and then the back of a bunch of men's legs confront Pedro about <gasps> showing his face. Oh no! Basta! Oh, Actually, it's, it's pretty obvious. Pedro's just beautiful. That's true. He's the sexiest he man is. ever. And uh, Pedro's excuse? Pedro only do what storyboard said! <laughs> Fantastic. So there it is. That is the... That is episode 8 of Excel Saga, Increase Ratings Week. Thank you so much for the review, Bill. I appreciate it, as always. It was yeah. a good review. Yeah. You know, he thanks uh, you, but he never thanks me. Because I do it better. So, what do we think about this episode? Well, I'll I'll go ahead and start this time. At first, I didn't really care for the episode. It was a lot of fan servicey moments and, and whatnot. But then, upon further reflection, I realized what the episode was. It was actually a parody of animes, because there are actually a lot of animes where mid, mid-season or whatever, you get one episode where the girls are in bikinis, they have a... It's the beach it, episode. It, yeah, a beach episode. There's actually an episode of Gurren Lagann that does that. A couple other animes where they have some sort of more cheesecakey, scantily clad women floating around in, a, in an attempt to draw in more women. But actually, it's just an attempt to get the horny, ignorant masses to watch more episodes. Well, uh... And, and I think... One of the key points that, that it was making fun of it was the fact that, one, well, yeah, we've got all these pretty young ladies, but our main character, who usually would be the focus of the sexiness, is anything but sexy. I mean... Yeah, the he first... said but sexy. <laughs> Dumper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excel is from the first scene. She's she's dressed normally. Well, dressed normally as a person would be, and not in a sexy way. She's doing gross things like scratching her ass and talking about how sweaty and hot she is. We have that scene in the pool where she is bloated from overeating and mm. is very... She pukes un- and drools. Right. She mm-hmm. talks about... Ta- and swallows it. Yeah. She talks about going to the bathroom all the time. I mean, she's obviously not being sexy. And, of course, you get a little bit of that with Hyatt as well with... Her puking on people and right, absolutely. Well, so, see, and I was confused about the the sexy aspect of it because from the setup originally, it was simply more of a girly episode. Like this would be something little girls would want to watch. It's kind of how they started it out. With, they did start it out that way. There's girls and there's cute things, and and I there think, weren't that many cute things in the episode. There and was I just think, a no. bunch of hot women. And I think that's part of the joke. There is that's the justification that some of these anime directors go into to say that they're trying to draw in more females by highlighting more women, uh-huh. but it's more, it's so thinly veiled that it's... It's a, it's a good, that's a, yeah, that's a good way of putting that. Right. So, when I, as I said, when I first watched it, because there was not much of a way of a plot in this episode, I mean, even the most random of episodes had some sort of plot, this one had the most cobbled together, phoned in type of plot I realized that was a joke in itself as as mm-hmm. well because a lot of those episodes also have poorly constructed plots 
just to give an excuse to to see, you know, scantily clad, boobish women. So, in the end, though not my favorite episode in the long haul because, you know, it has no real bearing on the plot. Yeah, this is this Overarching. one, I will argue with, I will agree with you, this one is definitely, it has no Does it have no plot. bearing? Does Cassette not come back? Yes. Yeah, you don't see Cassette again. To the last episode. Which is non-canonical. Right. As I understand it. Right. So... So basically, no, we never see her again. No, it's it's but, a pointless character. But I, I don't like the episode in that sense. But for the purposes of what it was trying to do to make fun of this, let's make this poorly constructed episode uh, very obvious, focusing on pretty women, and let's make the, make fun of that shit. That was great. So I'm kind of ambivalent. Okay. Kind of ambivalent towards the episode. Bill, what do you think? I didn't really dislike it any more than anything else. I mean, <laughs> oh. yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense, but most stuff doesn't in this anime. Yeah, it was one big long joke. I mean, whatever. It. <laughs> oh, it is I, what it is to Bill. I always feel so sad when I ask Bill how he thinks the episode is. I'm waiting for that one episode. There's gonna be a golden one sometime where he's like, "Dude, I love this anime now." Maybe it'll be next week. Well, next week know, is in my top five. Well, well, before we go to next week, Andrew, what are your thoughts on this week's episode? Uh, so, as a gay man, I should not have enjoyed this episode as much as I probably did. But I did like the satire of the fan service stuff, like you mentioned. There were some really good memorable lines and bits. The saleswoman at the door was really good. The scene with Pedro being the only male that made it on screen... That was really good. There were lots of little bits of gems in this one. But overall, I feel like if you were watching this and you thought, well, can I skip an episode or two? This might be one of the ones you could totally skip. Yeah, I, I And think really I not lose anything at all. I suppose you could say that the whole cassette thing was an arc in its own right. Mm-hmm. right. She had a dead mom, became an assassin. Right. Got redeemed. By the fuck it fairy. By the fucking fairy, got saved from going to the land of the dead, and then had a happy ending. So I, right. mean, I guess she's got kind of an arc. Even she if does, she doesn't even if she's not an important again. character. I mean, yeah, right. it, it follows uh, a very typical set like plot line. You the know. fall from grace to the redemption at the end. Yeah, right. It's, of, it's, it's that kind of thing we've seen, and is in itself another critique of a different style of anime. So yeah, if if anything, you do get a complete story. Yeah, so there's together. there's a complete epic story mm-hmm. being told. From the perspective of a couple of idiots in the background. Yep, essentially. That's, that's not a bad way to look at it. I, yeah. I, thank you for that insight, Bill. Yeah. So, in the end, eh, yeah, I mean, it was all right. I, I, I did enjoy it. I Not as much as, uh, it's definitely no love puny. No. But nothing will be. And uh, But maybe next week will be, because next week is episode nine, Bowling Girls. I am so excited for this one. This one's going to be great. And I'm not even getting to review it. So, Josh, don't fuck this up for me. Don't make me hate this episode. Well, Show it in all of its glory. Bowl a perfect game for us next week. Can you I'm, do it? I think I'm going to phone that one in, Andrew. No! No, you can't do this to me! No, it's so great! Bill, you're going to love this episode. Okay. I promise you. You're wrong. It's so good. Oh, my God. We get that. We get... The Excel will I love girls, it, will I love it in get... general, or will I love it in relation to other Excel episodes? Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with a safe bet and say in relation to other Excel episodes. Maybe. Okay. Well, that does it, folks, for episode eight. Is there anything else you have? Nope. I know what my anime is gonna be. 
Oh my god, do you? I was just talking. Sorry, I got really excited there. I was just, I was just talking with our, with a friend of ours about what your next anime could possibly be, and we were postulating and throwing out a bunch of names. And now I'm gonna wonder for the next four months what it's gonna be. He's torturing me, folks. He's torturing me. <laughs> this is Pandora's box. It's gonna be opened, and hell will be released into the world. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and just spoil it for us? I mean, just let let everyone well, know. If, I mean, if I if I don't tell Andrew. It's going to pick at his soul. I, I've got to know. And that would be awesome. I really, to bother you with I it really need to know. For the next, what? Dude, he's going to bird dog you for weeks. 18 weeks? Yeah, and I'll cat dog you too. Just tell me! <laughs> you know, if cat dogs out there, there's also like an animal ring around with just a cat butt and a dog butt. Oh, that's... Oh, he's just constantly pooping. <laughs> that animal's called Butt Butt. Butt Butt. Butt Butt. Alone oh. in the world is a little butt butt. Were you sticking your butt in my face? <laughs> I'm trying to show you what my song's gonna be God, like. Dear God. <laughs> I think maybe the one that I will do uh-huh, uh-huh. is going to be... That noise with his mouth. <laughs> what the hell? That was impressive. Wait, wait, wait. You're not gonna know. But, but you will never know. I want to know. Not until this one's over, Andrew. But I think I Josh goes know. next. No, Josh goes last. Remember, it's penis size. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're next. Okay. Yeah, it's your. Yeah, you're the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that does it. I walked into that That one. does it for episode eight of Tuning Japanese. I am so intense. No shit. <laughs> I'm Andrew. The rice man is going to go with. I'm Bill. <laughs> and I still have 27% more highlights and shadows. I'm Josh. I'd say you're down to about at least 17%. Damn it! We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. To find out more about the show, visit tuningjapanese.com. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, on Twitter at tuningjapanese, and Tumblr at tuningjapanese.tumblr.com. You can also send us any questions, suggestions, or feedback by emailing the show at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Be sure to also leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. If you liked our show, check out the other programs in our podcasting network, including the Shadow Vane Podcast and the Rundown Wrestling Podcast.
Oh, oh, the secret weapon! 